Welcome back. It's Monday. It's Tombstone Minute. This is Minute 76, Joe. I didn't forget to mention the minute we're on. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined, as always, by my great friend, Joe. Look at that. Great now. Wow. Yes, yeah. I, uh, I've fallen, and I can't get up. <laughs> my medical alert bracelet only patches me into cast. <laughs> so someone please call an ambulance. <laughs> um, you know, I just think it's Monday. We should let people know. Uh, this is the uh, the minute by minute podcast where we discuss the movie Tombstone, minute by minute. Um, we had a fan Joe that uh, contacted me and and told me that he felt like our intro was untrue. Uh, I, I, pardon? Yeah, he said what it should be is welcome to Tombstone Minute, the minute by minute podcast where we talk about Tombstone for one minute and then something else. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> This movie, like, like it's not that good of a movie, really. <laughs> so maybe we'll sprinkle that in from time to time. Uh, all right, minute 76, Joe. I'm just glancing at my notes, and 90% of the notes have nothing to do with Tombstone. <laughs> minute 76. Um, in this minute, um, Behan threatens to arrest the herbs. So we're post-OK Corral shootout. We're in its wake. Yes. And, well, we'll, and then we'll see a wake later yes. this week. <laughs> We'll be woke when this is all done. Uh, you're bad. <laughs> so Behan comes out of the little photo studio where he's been hiding, the, cowering. The local Sears where they <laughs> took a family portrait. <laughs> and he uh, he comes out there, tries to act all tough at this point, and threatens to arrest. Tells that they're all under arrest. Um, why would they be under arrest? Uh, does he say? He says disturbing, he doesn't disturbing, disturbing the peace, the peace or something. <laughs> well, I mean, this is we'll talk about a lot this week, but this whole deputy marshal thing, I'm still not understanding. Or sheriff marshal, so he is the what? sheriff, but he can put him under arrest because he thinks that what the marshals did wasn't legal. I think that he's just desperately trying to take control of a situation. Like, he's already been humiliated because <laughs> he tried to get them to not go there and yeah, uh, said he took true. their guns, which he didn't. And they and they they showed up in the middle of his elaborate cucking scenario. That's and and that continues as the yes. movie goes along too. <laughs> so, um, so then uh, Wyatt says, "I don't think I'll let you arrest us today, Behan." I just like how today is in there. Has has Behan tried to arrest him previously? Uh, I th- I just think he, he thinks that phrase the, that type of phrasing is the mo- maximally humiliating. Um, he he's right. But um, yeah, it's um, that guy should just go away. <laughs> Behan makes a lot of mistakes. Um, a large crowd now has gathered. Um, it. And I was thinking about how we keep seeing crowds of people in Tombstone after these shootouts, and like, <laughs> you think that, like, is that like a common thing in Tombstone? You're just like, oh, let's go run over. There's a shootout going on over there because we have the Fred White guess, one. I mean, is do you think someone runs through? Do you think that like a little kid runs through town and tells everyone that a shootout's occurring? How does this biz? How does this? How do you think this passes through the town so quickly? Uh, word of mouth. I mean, it got the word got to them that the. Uh... Cowboys were hanging out with guns at the uh, 
stable or whatever that, or at the corral, at the stable. Like I forgot the name of it. Wherever well, they were, I don't know. <laughs> Where'd this happen? <laughs> okay, Crowley. Oh was yeah, des- yeah. Decidedly unstable. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think you're it right. It didn't cause... turn out okay either. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. tried to corral their guns and. Uh... Uh, okay. On. So I got yeah. I would assume it's a got to be kind of a small town atmosphere. Just everyone's talking. That I'm sure that tension was hanging over the town for hours. And that's true. They did kind of watch them all march out there. Yeah. So they're just like waiting for it to end, and then they all ran over there. <laughs> like, well, Whoa! It's, it's done. Like, yeah. Like I I saw a car flipped over on its side. Uh, I don't know, like a mile from my house. Drove by it. You know, there's probably about. 20 people outside their houses looking at it like hey look at that car it's on its <laughs> yeah. side you know we like to look at stuff did you go walk over there after you got home then uh no i did not okay. um so now in this sequence comes a moment that i wish would not occur because it has no reason being here but josephine now shows up out of the <laughs> the photo booth dressed dressed in her her purple outfit mm, purple rain um, the score starts to play their little romantic jingle. Now, um, from our previous Duff discussions, if we had a power ballad play earlier, would we have it come in again here? Or the score it... would the score would mimic the melody from the power ballad. Okay, so but it, it would like just... make it like a little quieter and and slower and sadder. Okay, so it wouldn't be like Meatloaf's voice would come in, or no, it would just be like like a flute. <laughs> Or some light strings would come in, mimicking the melody of that song. So we're going with a Jethro Tull song. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest flute rock band of all time, hands down. Uh, only? <laughs> well. So she, she, Josephine, smiles at Wyatt. Wyatt looks at, him, looks at her with just a total loss. Like, I, it, the way he handles her coming out there seems so strange to me like what moment are they sharing here i think she's relieved that he's okay and he is trying to process what her facial expression means because he lacks (laughs) emotional intelligence so he's like is she mad is she happy or is he wondering like why did she just come out of there with behan in that (laughs) little gown (laughs) why is she in that why is she in that smutty photography place what's going on in there so what, yeah, what he's showing is is sort of suspicion and jealousy, mm-hmm. and then another humiliation. Yes, so over then, his what we see as over his over his shoulder. Yes, Maddie comes lumbering over. Lumbering. <laughs> I mean, like the movies mean enough to her. You don't need to. We don't need to pile lumbers over. She's there. pretty huffy when she turns that corner. She's high. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when we saw when we saw Curly Bill high, he didn't huff around like that. He was a lot more. He was just stumbling around. He was. She was running, and, she, and he. She's probably wearing a corset. Mm, corset, she is. God, what is? It's like you took two <laughs> weeks off to come up with <laughs> awful puns. So then, Behan walks up to Josephine, and now she's mad at him. It seems. Well, she already was because he like walked in on her. He spoiled this, his birthday present. <laughs> well, I thought it was an elaborate cock. Oh, she's still playing her role. Yeah. Okay. So then 
Maddie is upset, but part of me is like, what is she upset about? All she saw was, like, has, is this the first time? No, I guess Maddie saw her at the theater. Yeah, she's already caught him, like, looking at her longingly at, at least once or twice. And I, I will say I did screw up. We had talked about that deleted sequence. I think it happens after this, not beforehand, which would make more sense why she's so mad because this is after the point she's realized she saw Josephine and she saw Wyatt looking at her. I don't think with love, just really confusion. And um, just seems confused. Well, I guess everybody in this scene, like their loved ones are coming together and his brothers, uh, the ladies in his brother's lives are running over to embrace them. That's right. So this minute ends with Allie running over to Virgil. Lou runs to Morgan. Um, and then like, I, but I don't know if it's like, why it doesn't even know she's there. It's not like he looks at her, then looks away and looks at Josephine. He just says completely oblivious. Yeah. I feel like everyone's, I, I feel like if you were just one of the, the rubberneckers that are watching this, happen you wouldn't think anything weird happened you would just like see a woman walk out in like a purple gown Wyatt look at her and then he's like staring at her though well she looks good in purple yeah but she's a star she's a town star if if you just got in a shootout wouldn't you be looking around for your wife or would you just be staring at the first hot lady that emerges from a from a that that walks into your site. Like maybe don't um, answer that on the air. Just type it into the <laughs> chat bar. <laughs> I, well, I love how it, it was prefaced with like, if you were just in a gunfight, like, well, I, you would have you would have dived into the water barrel. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be looking for Ike's gun. I'll help you, Ike. <laughs> just we like look Guns over the water barrel. Somewhere. There's like there's like a reed poking out of the water, like you're in the Looney Tunes cartoon or something like that. <laughs> Um, and then the, the barrel splits open, and you just spill out like a fish out of water. <laughs> oh, hey guys! What happened? What I missed? What, oh man, it, yeah, it sounded real loud, but in, under the water, it was hard to tell. Found your gun, Ike. It's waterlogged. <laughs> um, so yeah, Allie runs to Virgil. Lou runs to Morgan, which makes me think, Joe, maybe this isn't anti-marriage because, um, you know, as Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> they ran yeah, over I, there. I, I guess, yeah. And I, I'm really ashamed of myself because until this scene, I didn't notice who Allie is, the actress that plays her. I don't think we've talked about it. Or if we did, I, w- I wasn't listening. Uh, is she the one from Hunger Games? Yeah, well, she's in Hunger Games, but I, I it, yes, and I think maybe we had mentioned that, but I had not made the connections like, oh, it's Trixie from Deadwood. It's another Deadwood connection? Yeah. That's Trixie? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's, it's like when because I guess they never really show her in a anything even close to a close up or even a medium close up until this scene, and then she hugs Virgil, oh. and you see her face very clearly. Call him out, and then I'm like, sure oh yeah, it's Trixie. Huh. Well, there's more of those those more more of those Deadwood connections. Yeah, that's fun. Trixie's awesome. Um. That's all I have for my notes, Joe, for minute seventy-six. What did you have? Uh, that's pretty much it. Just um, is this it for like Maddie being humiliated in public, or do we still have one more? I can't remember. Uh, I think this is it for her 
interacting with Wyatt, right? I think the last we see her is when she's hanging out with the other sisters, sister-in-laws. Oh, um, yeah. That would be in next week's episodes, I think. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I only watch this minute by minute, so I don't really know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, since we have a little time, Joe, I have a little story to tell. Um, really? Uh, if you've been following us on the social media... You uh, might have noticed that um, I did purchase some original Val Kilmer art. Yeah. Uh, I have it hanging up right here in the recording studio. (laughs) Did Val Kilmer drop it off? He did not. It just got mailed. But The Guardian had an article recently with Val Kilmer, like an interview, and he talks about his artwork, and he says – here's a quote from the – Here's a quote from the article. For example, he'll gladly tell you every major star who owns an original Kilmer painting. Ryan Gosling, Robert Downey Jr., Ozzy Osbourne, Sharon Stone, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Michael Mann. I love to name drop pieces, and I'm not even kidding. And then at the end of it, it talks about how Bob Dylan's a big Val Kilmer fan. And the last paragraph is Dylan, by the way, owns an original piece of Kilmer art, too. So, um, so I'm in some pretty great company. <laughs> it's great. You're right. I just think I should maybe contact the Guardian and see if they can update that to when they, you know, mention people who own original Kilmer art, mention the co-host of Tombstone Minute. Host of podcasts that reaches tens of listeners every day. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens, I think, would be the right way to say that. <laughs> yeah, that does sound better. Um, Yeah. So I've got this up in my I got this up in the recording studio. So when you were staring at that and you're like, I can put this in my son's college fund, or mm-hmm. I can buy this. Now that it's hanging up there, does mm-hmm. it feel worth it? Here's what I think. I think my son, being my son, will have a hard enough time being cool as it is. This way, he can like bring this to college, and then that will be cool. Oh my god! I love how you think that your son is gonna hang that up in his <laughs> dorm room. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, if your dad had, like, Chuck Norris art Chuck that Nor- Chuck Norris did, <laughs> like, it was, like, wait, wait, missing wait, 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 an why action. Why Chuck Norris? I'm trying to go, like, 20 This movie back. already would be old when we went to college. Yeah, I know, but so would Missing in Action when you went to college. <laughs> I, okay, so you're trying to do... So yeah. my dad buys a, an original Charles Bronson art print. Oh, Charles Bronson! That yep, yep, yep. From Death uh, Wish. De- Death Wish. <laughs> <laughs> that Charles Bronson did. And then he's like, "Hey, gonna hang this up in your dorm? Of course, Dad. <laughs> what you think? I, 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 I want to make sure nobody picks on me when I move in." So I'll bring- well, I mean, I think a Death Wish art would probably do that. I wouldn't and, mess with someone with some original Death Wish art. What? How many people on our floor would have known who Charles Bronson was by sight? Just looked at like a, a pop art, like colored image um, of Charles Bronson. I think we're showing how pe- everyone's related who's been on here. But I think uh, previous guests of the show, Rob, might be the only one. He would have just walked across and burst out laughing. <laughs> Why do you have a Charles Bronson art print? My dad gave it to me. <laughs> My grandpa gave it to me before he died. Now I hang it up in here. That's where that hat came from, too. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would have done it. I mean, I'm the same guy who once 
got complimented on the T-shirt I was wearing by a stripper and said my aunt gave it to me. <sighs> no, there's a lot to dig into there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, but I'm Aunt just gonna, Audrey, I'm just for gonna... that shirt. <laughs> you what? I said, Thanks, Aunt Audrey, for that T-shirt if you're listening. Um... Yeah, uh, <laughs> Starina from the... From New Orleans loves it. It was I, it was someone from Cleveland, I believe. Oh my god! <laughs> I think we're I think we can end this, right? I'm just gonna leave with this. I, your son is gonna be like, why is Joe helping me move into my dorm room? He really wants to know how you're gonna decorate it. Why does he care so much? And then just get that moment. I'm like, hey, got everything hung up? Yeah. And then I'm gonna turn to go, ha! It's still in the basement, isn't it? I knew it. This would be what, like, 11, this would be like, what, 13 years from now? Yeah, like 14, 15 years from now. <laughs> yeah. I will remember. Hey, this just stays up there. We'll be we'll be paying the hosting fees for this for dozens of years. Until it gets added to the Library of Congress. Yep, yes. We'll, then we won't have to anymore. Okay. We'll yeah, be back be tomorrow, back. right? God willing. I think. Yeah. Um, once again, tombstoneminute.com, tombstoneminute on Facebook, Twitter. Give us reviews. Those make us feel good. And uh, we'll be back.